The people of this world build treasure for themselves while they live on this earth. They seek after reputations among other people, empires of possessions, lands of this earth, buildings, and all manner of things that we can see with our natural eye. When Jesus returns through the clouds, all these things will be destroyed by God at the end of this world. All the things the humans have invested in will be destroyed. And they will mourn when they see Jesus coming because at that second they will know all these things they invested in that they can see with their natural eye will be destroyed and they themselves have to appear at the judgment seat of Christ to receive for the things they've done on this earth, whether it be good or bad. To invest in the Word of God and following the Word of God and lining us up with the Word of God, with the Holy Bible, will play enormous dividends at the judgment seat of Christ. For we are going to be judged at that time by the Word of God. In the Bible, the coming of Jesus is described as a thief in the night. Why? Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10 through 12. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be destroyed, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. So to the people of this world, the coming of Jesus will signal the end of all that they have worked for in this present life, and all they have accumulated, and they will grieve greatly, for they will know it will all be gone, destroyed. Thus the coming of Jesus is like a thief in the night to the people of this world and to the nations of this world, and they will all mourn when they see Jesus coming through the clouds. But the elect of God look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 13. Peter says, Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. One day I was reading that, and God said to me, No matter what you do, you will never make this present earth righteous. The Apostle Paul says it just gets worse and worse. 
He says that in Second Timothy chapter 3. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. It won't get better. It will get worse toward the end. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. How? By finding the word of God in the Bible and doing it. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Every time we do the word of God, we store treasure in heaven. No thief can come and steal it away. So Jesus says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Not long ago, a pastor contacted me, and he said, I would like to hear the word that you have concerning the churches today, and I would like to hear the word you have concerning the end time. I, of course, was thrilled with both of those things that he wanted to hear. And I said, I'm delighted to share with you what God has shown me about both of these things. And he has shown me quite a bit about them. Then this pastor went on to say, I'm building a new church building, and I would like you to come and bless the building. Now, I'm saying to this pastor, we are coming to the end of this world where all these things are going to be destroyed that we can see. And what we must do is work with the church people to prepare them for the end of the world, to get them ready to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We must work with them to be sure they are praying and casting all their cares upon God because... By connecting with God through prayer this way and dealing with all of the concerns they have today through prayer, that will cause them to be worthy to escape that which is coming upon this present earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Jesus warns the church, watch and pray. Why? Watch what you're doing. Don't Take on any burdens of this world. Take all of your concerns to God in prayer. Connect with him. Watch and pray that he may be worthy. Do that so that you will be worthy to escape that which is coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. That scripture is in Luke 21 Start at verse 33 and read through verse 36. Jesus says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, which is overindulgence, and drunkenness, and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares, for as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. 
Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, keeping yourself in a state of peace through prayer, connecting with God, because that causes you to be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So what do you look for and look at when you go out at night and look up into the sky? I'm rarely out at night, but recently we had to take one of the dogs to an emergency hospital. As we sat at night in the car, waiting for the doctor to work on the dog, I looked into the sky, and I saw a very bright light in the sky on top of the nearby mountains. And I thought, is that a sign in the sky, as Jesus said would happen and come in the last days? It was a very bright light. As I continued to look, the light moved slightly to the right and then disappeared from view behind the mountain. I was a little disappointed that it was not one of the signs in the sky spoken of in the Bible. Because when you see those signs in the sky, you know Jesus comes soon. And also, as we sat there, we were there at 7 in the evening on a summer night, so it was still daylight when we arrived at the building. It had been raining slightly, and there was a big double rainbow to the right in the eastern sky. And I thought of the promise of God concerning rainbows. He put the rainbow in the sky so he would remember not to destroy this earth again by water. Now, what does that rainbow mean to many of the people of the world? Many of the homosexuals and lesbians today have taken the rainbow as a sign for them. And they have made flags of bright colored stripes, which they use when they march in their parades. And I thought, what an abomination to take something like the rainbow created by God for one purpose and turn it into another purpose. But that's what this world does. And what does God say about homosexuals and lesbians? Romans chapter 1. Start at verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also, the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust, one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient. That is Romans chapter 1, verses 26, 27, and 28. When we leave our house in Colorado Springs 
and drive down the street and I see the nearby Rocky Mountains and Pikes Peak. I often say to the mountains, I see you are still here. For I know the time will come when the mountains will be moved out of their places. Revelation chapter 6, start at verse 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Verse 14, And the heaven departed as a scroll, when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens, and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Hebrews chapter 11 By faith he, Abraham, sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. We, like Abraham, often look upon this earth and where we live as a strange country. On my Kindle tablet, I have a CNN news app so I can see the headlines. If I want to, I can click on it and read the story, but most of the time I don't read the story. But I often look at it to just check on what's happening. It's getting to the point that I mostly don't know who the people are they have in the headlines. I don't know what they're trying to do. I can't tell anything much about it. It's like I'm living in a strange country. And that's what Abraham found. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 13 through 16. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. So Jesus comes as a thief in the night. 
1 Thessalonians 5, verses 2 and 3. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Everything they cherish and work for on this earth will be gone. And to them who love this world, it will be as if a thief in the night struck when Jesus comes. Thus the people of this world will mourn when they see Jesus coming through the air. Matthew chapter 24 verses 1 and 2 And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Do you marvel at the buildings made by human hands? Or do you remember what Jesus said about all these things that we can see with our natural eye? Which position are you in? Are you of God? Are you thinking of the Bible? Is it always on your heart and mind? Or are you focused on this world? This will tell you. What do you think upon? As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. When Jesus comes through the air, every eye will see him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn. But those who are the elect of God will rejoice, for they know their redemption draweth nigh. And at the end comes the judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 9 through 10, Paul says, Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him, of Jesus. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. At the judgment seat of Christ, each of us will be judged by one thing, the Word of God, the Bible, the Scriptures, and what we have done with those Scriptures, whether it be good or bad. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.